0: naked. ABCs Welcome to the naked ABCs, where we discuss every song from Y to 7.
1: Oh, wait, wait.
0: No, I'm I sorry. If you got Never that mind. backwards, my, Tracy. Yeah, my, my spreadsheet is upside down.
1: Oh, uh, yes, yeah, yes.
0: Um Hello. this week uh, I have joining me <laughs> Heidi, Aaron, and Betsy to talk about Hello, this week's song. Everybody.
2: Hello everybody. I'm not surprised it's come to this. <laughs> Tracy being all upside
0: down. <laughs> oh wait, didn't we all say we we're gonna turn our camera That's
1: true. That's true. How do we how do we do this? I'm I'm too old for you this. You gotta go
2: yeah let's, and round and round. Let's not do
1: that. We're gonna have a hard enough time talking to each other. I can someone. do th- I can do this. <laughs>
0: good job yeah it'll take me a long time to do it i'm not doing (laughs) it um (laughs) and this week we have two guests from two different worlds guys my world has just been turned upside down this never happens um we have noah
3: back with us welcome welcome back thank (laughs) you my dreams were my ticket out
0: (laughs) (laughs) And also joining us, without his partner in crime, he's missing the bastard of the family tree, is J.D. from Radical ah, Face hey. R Us.
4: <laughs> Hello. We, but we did B&L last week, so. I now, know. Now, yeah, we're, we're all over the place. All, all kinds of
0: and ABC's references during that episode. <laughs> I mean,
4: that's why I was just shaking my head, because I, I remember saying something about you. I made some joke, and I said I've been hanging out with Tracy too much. It's <laughs> a <laughs> <some> song joke. <laughs> So this week we are gonna be talking about the song
0: Upside Down. If you have never heard it before, here is a quick snippet.
1: Come to the future. Sooner or later there must be another's kiss. Behind that kiss, the promise of life ability yeah, and great, I won't be taking the
0: this is a Paige robertson song yes but my question very clearly is what what album
1: all right so the strings in the intro sort of conjure up latter-day beatles um it's got like that wall of sound production we were talking about um so you know, I think we can safely limit it, obviously, to like Phase One BNL. But I'm thinking well, last half of Phase One BNL, so probably post 2000. I said last time. I keep forgetting everything to everyone. That was the last week, right? That was uh unfinished. That that is what you said. Yeah. I, I but I, I guessed wrong. I said I think I said that was Bare Naked Ladies Are Men or something yes. like that. Okay. Now it seems unlikely to be the same album twice in a row but that's a logical fallacy and this song has that same kind of poppy slick production quality so i'm going out on a limb and guessing everything to everyone you are correct ah sweet okay (laughs) has that happened before other than the canadian snack time trilogy where we had no songs from the same album back to back
5: that's how you pronounce that yeah (laughs) trilogy
1: Snack time, snack time. And a time. Yeah. But this what the am trilogy. I pronouncing trilogy. weird? Trilogy. trilogy. Oh, oh yeah. it's like a trilobite. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> was, I think it was Ty that exactly. pronounced it weird. Trilogy. Trilogy. The, trilogy. the
1: Canadian trilogy. Snack time. Trilogy. Um, it's pronounced triloggy. <laughs> <laughs> it took me but, a, like a week
3: to figure out that he
1: was saying Ed
3: Ed Shaughnessy.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shag Hennessy yeah
0: so we so we're talking about upside down you got the album absolutely Mm. correct it is in the exact middle of this album it's actually the if you had an album of this a record a vinyl of this then it would be the first song on on b side that's obviously not where most people have heard it so it's right in the center of this album at number eight
1: but it would be a killer track one like for, i could you goal. could definitely open it yeah. up with this it's oh. worthy of yeah. it's worthy of that i agree a,
0: it reminds me a lot I'm of right out out of the gate
1: <laughs> a little bit i could hear yep. that there are other things it reminds me more of but i can hear that definitely
0: well i mean just with that like starting the album with the like some mm. kind of orchestral thing and then boom right into the into the poppiness
2: it almost reminded me of the opening of lasagna
1: <laughs> okay well so the, sure, the accordion sure, yeah the accordion well he does that whole
2: accordion intro and you're yeah. like well yeah. oh, so basically i mean hello city
3: the opening was you know the cregan brothers showing off yeah that's pretty much what this is and what was well
1: i was gonna say props to jim and tyler who are just in a complete groove lock the entire time and holding it down in the pocket like wow it's so tasty doing a great job Rhythm section, <laughs> shout out. Uh, but yeah, like the accordion uh, first reminded me, I mean, of course, they might be giants. Uh, so someone reset the counter, zero episodes of <laughs> that. Um, but then I thought more about it. And it actually, it kind of reminds me more of like klezmer music, like Jewish folk music. Mm, yeah. I know the Stephen Page is culturally Jewish, but I don't know if that was intentional or not. But it really reminded me of um, one of my favorite albums of all time, which is California by Mr. Bungle, where they like mix in this kind of klezmer music with like death metal and like jazz and it's all over the place and like Beach Boys kind of harmonies, pop vocals. It's an amazing album. And it reminded me of this, especially the intro of the song called Ars Moriendi, which I think I sent a link to Tracy. So they have this kind of klezmer accordion intro. It's a little darker, a little more weird, but it's, it's kind of... If
0: you have not heard that, here is a snippet of that. <laughs> huh!
1: So, if you're wondering what what kind of stuff I listen to, but
0: well, I thought that was a really good reference too because then you get the after after the intro, you get that that uh surfer
1: uh guitar coming in. It's that that whole album is brilliant, but but yeah, it's definitely an acquired taste.
3: The uh, the horribly offensive uh, bare naked uh tv show where they play one week <laughs> on the traditional uh chinese instruments in the restaurant I have not- yes
5: is that yeah I I that it. Seems, like, reminded
3: me of,
4: it.
1: of-
3: is there- it, 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 it no there was only one okay there was then only a pilot that one, yes yeah
1: was yes, that, that then- one
3: yeah <laughs> oh,
1: that, I'm, I'm definitely uh, fascinated now. I got to check. I this
0: mean, out. it was. Oh, that's right. You missed that episode, Aaron.
5: It was tongue and cheek, you know, because it's Renick and Lazy. It's just not like. <laughs> it was so
3: funny. <laughs> it was so, so funny. Tongue in cheek, yes, obviously. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that that reminded <laughs> me, you know, quite a bit of like <laughs> trying trying to play pop music on you know traditional instruments of any kind is like you know. It sounds very similar
1: to that
5: <laughs> Interesting.
1: That yeah I gotta check that out definitely i it's, will
0: I will send it to you um it's so because wild. there's an extended version that's not on the internet that I have that I have oh, gotten wow. from the, really um, wow from the person who made the video
3: I, you'll, you'll have to send that around to yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great message you're sending out so. yeah please please <laughs>
1: Did anyone else here think of Eleanor Rigby in the very beginning of this song? Oh, maybe a little bit. I can hear it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: As you say that, it, it makes sense.
3: Yeah. No. Uh, this, is <laughs> no the... <that's> his... <laughs> this is the Betsy's. This is the one that, uh, that Jim was really excited to score and then get the. I can the totally group see that. Oh, man. I remember, like, I was following the like the production, you know, diaries or podcasts or whatever it is, pretty co- pretty closely on this album, and it was like he was really jazzed to have like actually, you know, like have my string friends come in and you know like uh, <laughs> play on this song. It, it, this mm-hmm. whole song is just it's my favorite on that whole album. Oh, you can we tell do they do? had a lot
1: of fun making
3: we this. We definitely one. should yeah. bring yeah.
0: up the the string friends that were in this. Oh, so please. we have Matt Sunis on viola. We have Larry Corbett on cello. We have Joel Druin and Charlie Bissert on violin. And Susie Katayama as the strings contractor. And then Robert Tiny, Menigioni, is on the tambourine.
2: Who just and retired.
0: I was just gonna <laughs> just say the <laughs> 30 years
2: the drum took.
0: So, Aaron, there's an opening as a drum tech for the band. He was such
2: a cool dude, though. He used to come out after shows and be like, they're coming out. Give us, like, ten minutes. Like, he was so cool with the people waiting back in the day when you could do that. Yeah. Um, When you were waiting after a show. And Tiny was the first person, usually, that came out and was like, they're they're
4: coming. I've got the the lab coat, so if anyone's... Even a couple years
3: ago, like, Tyler was still, (laughs) like, singing, like, barbecue donuts. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, from whatever tour that was,
4: yeah.
3: uh, <laughs> tiny is great,
5: and he played Santa, I think, too, didn't mm-hmm. he? And he cool. was Coming down from the
3: and
5: oh yeah, yeah,
3: he would do whatever
0: they asked of him. Like when they had the Q and A, he would run out into the audience with the
3: microphone, like. He almost became like a sixth member of the band, like on stage. Yeah, yeah he was absolutely. in yeah. every show, like playing different percussion stuff. He
2: was like the fifth Beatle, except the sixth bare <laughs> <Fair laughs> naked lady.
3: Yeah, he was the sixth bare <laughs> naked lady. Seventh. Well,
2: seven. well, if <laughs> you want seven. to get technical,
5: I Eighth, mean... if you want to
0: count his Brown, <laughs> uh, I, I refuse to cut out Andy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Andy, Andy deserves. But
3: I mean, are we gonna yeah. include Chris Brown? Are we gonna include Greg Kirsten? Like uh, I mean, they, they all about Steven oh, Duffy. Okay.
4: <laughs>
2: now yeah. we're doing it. Now we're getting Matt Page.
1: It. Like this is the cool thing about this band, and what I've loved having been a part of this podcast for years now, just discovering more of their music is all the different musical connections and all the references and all the like weird little temporary alliances and guests and stuff <laughs> like that. Like it's such, it's, it's comparing it to like, it'd be like like an ensemble cast TV show or movie or something, you know, like there there are standout moments, but like there's so many wonderful people just contributing to this and, and so much talent, you know, and, and it really shows in a song like this.
5: Yeah. Most definitely.
1: I wonder if I liked
0: it. Let's talk about the music. Let's break this music down because I have a whole bunch of music hey. notes this week.
1: Well, let's break it down. Whoops.
2: <laughs> my head, Aaron because
5: my dogs <laughs> are like Just all serious. right yeah,
1: yeah you let me know if you disagree or you want to take a moment to break something uh, I got you dive deeper thanks Heidi so uh upside down was recorded at about 136.5 <laughs> beats per minute is where I landed uh they kind of like doing that I've I've kind of discovered is the most more often than not when you know in the older days they wouldn't use a click tracker a metronome and in the kind of the latter days they tend to kind of go a lot they they just really like to dial it in very very precisely which is this is this is gonna be his
0: way of tyler's way of like you know what i'm gonna really mess with that guy who told me that i absolutely had to do ben ben mink well like I, i you know what? He made so- me use a click track. I'm going to go to the
6: half mark <laughs> I'm, I'm <every> thinking time. <laughs> about
1: either like mechanical metronomes, like really old school ones, or like I had an early digital one that was, it wasn't even, it was like every 3 BPM. Like you couldn't even set it to like, you know, exactly 161 or whatever. It'd be like 164. So like that would drive people crazy.
3: It, it wasn't Ben Mink's fault. M- Maybe you should drive was rough on everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, I I have landed on calling this song in the key of C-sharp minor, which is the relative key, uh, the relative minor of E major, which you might also argue the song is in, uh, certainly for certain sections of the song. And it, and it does end, it lands very decisively on E major. But I, I still think that for the most part, it kind of plays around in C-sharp minor. Um, yeah, so you start off with this intro, which is these kind of Eleanor Rigby types, very kind of serious and, and austere sounding strings very dramatic um and it's in this lovely descending line c sharp minor to b major to a major and then we head up to g sharp major which is the perfect turnaround back to the tonic c sharp minor for the verse. and uh yeah heidi's giving me thumbs up so well and good. as
2: we know why is you the concur. a major in Let's a minor scale
1: oh yeah well yeah so again there. <laughs> there's uh yeah there, there's a little bit of there's either borrowed chords or you know again they're kind of playing around with the relative major and minor there, there's some stuff going on here it's not exactly uh uh you know completely by the book it's not an ikea song it's very very uh very very uh, much its own kind of thing you know they left their mark on it um but anyways the verse is very simple now I'm probably overcomplicating things, Heidi. Maybe you you tell me if you agree. I kind of split the verse up into like a verse and a pre-chorus, even though it doesn't always go into the chorus. Yeah,
2: it's really weird because it's more like a tag chorus. It's yeah, not like
1: because it's just that it Could it be almost like a mini I'm chorus in around, itself.
2: I'm gagged so it's like, eh. bound out. Yeah, <laughs> um, boy, those are both sad. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I bury through wishes deep in the ground, so I will. It's like a one sentence well two sentence i guess yeah i agree tag it's like a chorus. tag yeah
1: because yeah, they kind but of it's from more the... like
2: verse 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 and weird <laughs> yeah. and solo epic solos
1: yeah. oh yeah 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 well so yeah so the, <laughs> the the main meat and potatoes of the verse is really just kind of bouncing back between c sharp minor and g sharp major um and then you get up to c sharp minor transitioned into what I'm calling the free chorus or our our, our B section or I guess our C section of our intros our A section. See, I'm already already all over the map here. The free chorus would be C sharp minor to F sharp major, A major, B major, E major and then the chorus which goes from and this is like nothing's good enough for me to shake me from uh, my complacency. Uh, The chorus is G sharp major to C sharp minor back to G sharp major a few times and there are these really lovely keyboards here that sound kind of like Maybe a combination of a Mellotron flute voice and or a calliope. It's very circusy, which I like. Um, And then we land on F sharp major, uh, which brings us to the bridge, which is A major to E major back and forth until we step down to G sharp major, in which case it sort of blends into the choruses changes by going to C sharp major to A major, to B major, to E major, with E major acting much the same way as it does at the end of the pre-chorus. Only here, it sounds like we changed keys to the relative major, to E major, because you have this A major, to B major, to E major, which is very much a four-five-one of E major, and it sounds quite Lee major.
2: <laughs>
1: it's in the key of Lee major. Uh, but yeah, so...
2: Before, I love Lee major. For the bridge, it kind of... Right.
1: Steps out hey, into majors. the relative major. They're having some fun there. But that's pretty much all the different changes. And then the form itself is the intro, which is kind of a modified version of the chorus changes, or the, I think the pre-chorus changes. Um, but anyways, it's enough to warrant giving its own letter. So we'll call it A, and then we have verse one, B, pre chorus C, verse two, B, pre-chorus C, chorus D. Nothing's good enough for me. Verse three, B, pre-chorus C bridge. and that's if the genie were set uh this is almost like beach boys kind of section in the bridge it has like those crazy high-pitched harmonies it's almost like a a hint of ween or something it's it's weird enough again to kind of very very much remind me of like uh mr bungle at least with the california album and then you have the guitar solo really nice guitar solo over the verse changes which is b Verse four proper, which is B again, pre-chorus C, and then chorus D, and they end again definitively on E major. So take that how you will. Uh, Heidi, do you concur?
5: Ah, uh, you win <laughs> I love it when you yes, uh, take it a little more seriously, please. And yeah. I, I have
0: one thing to Aaron, say, Aaron. Yeah, look. <laughs> It don't matter a hill of beans what happens to me, but the world couldn't afford uh, it if anything
1: happened to you.
5: A hill of beans.
1: <laughs> you know, I always... My my generation, I'm an elder millennial, I always think of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with Michelangelo talking to April O'Neill doing that speech in the rain. But yes.
0: Oh, see, <laughs> no, I was thinking of Lee Majors. I know, mystery. you were
1: doing the 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 OG. And mm-hmm. Lee i know
0: someone who's been a very good boy this year
5: stop that immediately
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was a very thorough breakdown but i have a question for for you guys and and everyone that's here is much more musical than me so maybe you guys can answer why the intro not that i dislike it but why what was they never do anything without a purpose. What was the purpose of the intro
1: in this song? To show off.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, to... I,
1: think, I think Noah hit I'm the nail on the head. I think primarily you know, like this combination of like to show off. And also it kind of sets this tone, right? Because it is in a minor key. And although there are lighter moments within it and they kind of like go to the relative major potentially for like the bridge. Even though it's kind of bouncy and fun, it does have a minor tone to it. Um, it kind of reminds me of a tango, so I'll make one more reference for you. It reminded me very much of the cover of Roxanne by the Police that was in the movie Moulin Rouge, which is the best song in that film, IMHO. It,
3: some, somebody said previously that it reminded them of Hello City, and I think that's exactly right on. Like It's mm. exa- it's, it, it's what they did with the beginning of Hello City. It's like this you know, like fantastic oh, musical yeah. piece, and then it stops... And then you just go like a cappella singing for a second, and then like the rest of the, you know, like. I was just wondering song, if it fits
0: end. it like we can come back to it
1: more later.
3: But
0: oh, oh, like thematically fit in thematically with the what the
1: song is there's, about. Potentially, there's some programmatic stuff going on because this song, shocker for a Stephen Page song, is about not being able to commit to anything, <laughs> uh, amongst no. other things. So what? maybe that's kind of their joke is like they're just kind of throwing all the different musical styles out and uh, just doing all this so you know meta. stuff. Yeah, it could be. I'm just, I'm just. I'm just freestyling here. I
3: like here. That. <laughs> I, th- I think it's just a really like dynamic, almost cinematic moment because like it mm. sets up the, you know, like, and then it like he turns, you know, like he's dancing and then he like turns and looks right at the camera he's like, I'm not surprised, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: <laughs> Is there a video for this? No, no. I would love no, to. There
5: should be a video for this there one. There's they, they have footage of it from Ships and Dips, and that's pretty hilarious because yeah. of the happenstance there. But <laughs> so, the so what lining?
0: Betsy, Betsy, I'll let you mm-hmm. kind of explain what you mean about that because not everyone uh, so, understands what you're saying so there are, yeah, it, it.
5: it shows it on the video, but they're in the middle of the song and they have to do something, they're on that Ships and Dips cruise and they have to like make a turn or something. So, right in the middle of the song like at the most critical moment like the horn starts blaring on the ship so it's like <laughs> like, then, like like 10 wow. times it's row. when they're
0: actually leaving the dock
1: of
0: port, yeah and, oh, oh, <laughs> okay. yeah it, it's, it's, it's the the, the um the dock leaving song i can't think of the right words right <laughs> now so but yeah, so they hit the horn to That's let them know you. that we're yeah. leaving but like right <laughs> in the middle of the song and the look on the people's faces, the, ca- the captain's faces, it looks like they did it deliberately. Like, okay, right? Ah, ah,
1: ah. Well, I was going to say, I-, I wish it would have been really cool for them to like intentionally line it up. So, like, they strum the guitar and it makes this yeah. <laughs> sound
5: yeah, or whatever. It out of his skin, <laughs> poor guy.
1: And honestly, like, if you just put
3: this, if, if you're listening along, if you're not listening to the vinyl version, which you have to flip over the record and then, like, mm. this will be the first song, like, it comes right in the middle of, you know, what was the song that preceded this on the, on the Testing album? Testing
0: one two three. Yeah.
3: Okay, so, like, it almost is its own ship horn, you know, like, it... Uh, because it's so, you know, like, uh like it's oh, okay. I'm, you know, I'm paying attention again. Like, yeah, because you, you kind
0: of like after testing one, two, three is, which is kind of a more poppy tune. Like, you're, you're yeah. kind of, you've had a couple of poppy tunes in a row with, with uh, shopping and then testing one, two, three. So like, this is a good way to wake up your brain and go, wait, what, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs>
6: Well, let's talk about the
0: interesting choice. They don't do this very often of completely exiting out all the music during the singing lines, during the voices, during the <laughs> verses. And then just this ominous bass drum pounding as he's singing. Rip my
3: tongue, I'll never lose my voice. Attempted active sabotage, and then, like, but there's the, the accordion, right? Like, in between, like,
6: yeah,
2: hold on, let me go get my accordion. I'll try. I have one upstairs, I can't play it because it's too heavy. Well,
1: it, it kind of feels like the, the vocals start a line Ooh. and then the, the instruments sort of finish <laughs> it, um, which again might be programmatic uh to you know to the song um and i don't know you know I, I just like that that style of vocals where it's it's sort of doing these kind of runs there's some there's some leaps you know i really like the leaps and, and steven page is very good at doing those and it, there's this energy there's this kinetic energy about it where it sounds you can almost hear it like he's winding up something and then it's like unwinding like it's climbing up it's like winding up then it's like releasing that energy right so it's just i don't know there's something really cool about that to me
5: yeah that's well said i agree the other thing that i
0: found really interesting that i i hadn't picked up on because i really wasn't attending to it before this point um, but I'm going to do a screen share here in a second once my computer is, is behaving and being nice to me, um, mm. is not only do we have um, the accordion, which is gentle kind of feel, like this uh, I don't know how to describe it, um, but on the other end of that, we, we also have these really distorted guitars in the background Very that crunchy. go with it. So, if you listen when it comes back in, you're gonna hear the accordion, but you're gonna also hear this really distorted guitar. And it's really neat that they do that. and and if you can hear it really well because they have it split up, Where the accordion is completely in the left ear, and the distorted guitar is completely in the right ear. So if you just if you ever want to hear it without the accordion, you just take the your your speaker (laughs) turn your speaker off, take out your your earphone, and just listen. Like it is a very Very distorted guitar, which is kind of a neat
1: contrast. Very dry too. There's no reverb on it, so it's like very staccato and it just cuts off. So it's got that again. It's that very kinetic, nervous energy about this song in general.
3: And I noticed uh in that instrumental track that like obviously you hear yeah. Steve's vocal very clearly. Mm. And what I originally thought was like whoever stripped the vocals out just didn't do that great a job. But like this was released by the band. So no, that's like him being recorded live on whatever Unlike the like, the bass, like amp what, yeah, bass, the bass mic or what bass mic or something. Or yeah. 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 Uh, yeah which I love because it might yeah, be a too. different version than the final vocal take, you know, like, because it was going to be hidden by whatever final vocal take they used of his, it might be, you know, like,
1: mm. that could be the yeah, scratch exactly. vocals. Yeah. That's usually why we would do it is like just record scratch vocals live with the band and then yeah. overdub. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a good point. It's a nice little insight mm. into the recording process and, and to hear about it. With them. Now, I would be remiss. We have amongst us tonight mm. noted music video director, Noah, <laughs> Noah. If you were going to make a music video for yeah. this song, do you have any ideas? Anything come to mind? Um, I'm just curious. Honestly, it, it
3: like the look of the, the one week video almost matches this more for me Mm. like the early part before they do the like the general lee and the like the 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 car running and you know like jump the hood slide and everything like when they're in the that weird fantasy you know wind up world the ballroom uh, like that
1: Ooh, good point
3: because it sounds very like uh (laughs) gogo bordello or like you know sort of uh nice performative but like uh you know um european instrument type it's not it's uh, you know just all their normal stuff but uh something very cinematic with that i think like you know him trying to uh, steve trying to i don't know play his way out of trouble or something with somebody i don't know
0: just not in a in a, a japanese wedding <laughs>
3: no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where George Takei is very angry at them, no.
5: Uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out, and it's really great with the instrumental that you pointed out last week, Noah, they had the instrumentals um, that had been released before this. They included it on the, the um, extended disc. And one of the great things you can hear is some of the stuff that kevin is doing um during that and he's got some really cool stuff that that he's playing around with um during this and i'm going to play that for you guys that during the uh second after the second verse uh he's doing this really cool hold on it's coming up
1: Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot to mention this because it's one of my favorite things. Heidi mentioned at the very beginning, why is there an E major in a C sharp minor scale?
2: A major. A oh, okay. Major.
1: A major. Well, but also also for the e major uh uh we're in
2: oh and an e we're major. in right. harmonic
1: minor which is the best minor which is why it reminds me of klezmer music a lot of the eastern european folk music and stuff like which that. is
2: part of that yeah, the the, that the scales definitely use oh, the most yeah. in that
1: which is area i love i just love wow. it, again it has these kind of interesting leaps uh that you do and for hear. those of you
2: that don't know a harmonic minor scale raises the sixth and seventh note of the scale it, it, from the minor it raises the sixth and seventh well technically th- that's just the an easy explanation of it no i'm right dogs <laughs> they think i'm wrong They're
1: chiming in the peanut gallery like wait a minute what about harmonic minor
2: you know it changes when about?
1: it descends <laughs> 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 oh, oh! It's wait—it's a Melodica. Yeah, nice—the nerd flute. The nerd coming out. flute. <laughs> I,
2: so to demonstrate. I also
1: love the melodica. I have one. Uh, I should go grab it. Who one. doesn't?
2: <laughs> Best Christmas present ever. So instead of doing this, which be i am just gonna play an A I natural one I used it on one my first two. EP. I was like. <laughs> instead. Dogs
4: are
1: going nuts.
2: You would raise the sixth degree and the seventh, or sorry, the seventh degree only on the harmonic minor. So you're only raising the yeah, seventh on the harmonic that, minor. Melodic yeah, raises sixth and It's a seven major seventh
1: up. on a minor scale, and it sounds very interesting.
2: So it has that really. Ee, dee, 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 dee. And the dogs are now setting i always day. think of it as
1: like the snake yes. charmer music if you want to think in stereotypes that's from a cartoon when you were a kid if there was like a snake charm well, i wrote song, down this has in, a very harmonic minor.
0: mid-eastern eastern feel to hmm. the music yeah and
1: it's true there is a lot of, of music from that area as well as again eastern europe uh that pulls from that and i think it's just an amazing uh scale i just i love the harmonic minor scale.
0: well and that surf guitar during the instrumental sounds very hmm. much almost like an electric mandolin
1: yeah yeah it's got kind of maybe like a a higher crispier Hmm. timbre i could hear that
0: (laughs) everyone gets after i
1: say something everyone's like We'll get real quiet. We're, we're all deep in thought. Maybe we should maybe we should shift to the lyrical. Mm-hmm. Well, I do want to bring want up two else? more things
0: that are that
1: are musical oh, about please. this.
0: That are I guess kind of lyrical. Um Ed is doing that very low harmony again in the background that we mm. discussed last week. He's doing that on this song again.
2: And it was really weird because it goes against that really high munchkin sound too.
5: Who's doing the Then he is. Yeah, That's- I thought also- Ed was doing the munchkin yeah.
3: sound, but maybe not.
5: Because
3: I watched oh, him do the it. Yes. Uh, no, the the Blue. like on the uh, if the genie was <laughs> I, I set free part, like you can watch him on the oh, gee, they released uh, yeah. like an acoustic set on the DVD, and like uh, he's singing that like falsetto. It's it's higher than falsetto. It's like you know. Crazy munchkin, Um. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I had written down like the (laughs) Oz during the bridge. Chipmunk. They put this weird filter on it. Like he's he's doing the high Oz, but there's also this really weird eh type of filter that's on it that
1: you don't get in the acoustic version. The claw. Yeah, it might be a slight phase phase or flange effect.
4: Yeah, it could be. I think I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. It almost so- sounds like the um, aliens, <laughs> the little alien yeah. toys oh, yeah. Toy Story, like the little, the claw, like the. Uh, well, uh, when that happens, uh, like because
3: uh, it yes. sounds like somebody yeah. like, like uh, 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 you know, like doing that with their like throat, but there you can hear on the instrumental track that like
5: hmm. only
3: in that yeah. part he plays like a very raw like acoustic could like uh you know just in that like little transition section which also might mm-hmm. lend its mm-hmm. sonic you know values to the
0: Okay. Maybe. Yeah, because you don't get it in the acoustic version,
1: but that also Dude, would be oh, gone see, yeah. in
0: the acoustic version, so that makes sense.
1: Or they hired Stevie Nicks and gave her some helium. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea.
2: That's exactly what they did. Stevie, we know you
1: listen. Come on the show. <laughs> Tell us all about it. Uh,
2: oh, nice show.
0: Here, I'll 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 I'm gonna pull it up so that people <laughs> people know what we're talking about here. And it's easier for me to do it later on.
1: <laughs> That's definitely the lollipop guild chiming in there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very much. I can't is. listen to
2: you now. I think so yeah. I, I guess that's
0: a good lead into those are kind of lyrics in a way. I mean, they're they're vocal uh, uh, music. So why don't we talk a little bit about the song, about the, the lyrics and meaning?
4: Would anyone like to start? I'll start because I found out, I realized recently I was wrong. So I I listened to this. <laughs> I, I got into the band. I've said this before, that like around uh, high school, like sophomore and junior high school is when I really like got into all the albums and I was like going through a breakup and from it, from being cheated on while listening to this uh, album. So mm. I always thought this was a song about somebody, especially based off of the first verse, someone being cheated on and them trying to like mm. keep them in the relate. Like I cheated on you, but I'll stay, like, please stay. I'll be different sort of a thing. Cause like, I'm not surprised it's kind of this sooner or mm. later, there must be another's kiss. And then behind, you know, and then, then you start to, you immediately start to extrapolate and go, yeah, I see where it falls apart. But like, behind that kiss of promise of a life of bliss yeah great I won't be taking the bait like yeah no I know that you're not going to change I'd like I'd rather drown I know you're not going to be better so I always so I this was always like a breakup song to me which always made sense with like the intensity oh. of the music because how I view it now which I feel like is seems to be more accurate or the consensus is about someone who like is stuck in complacency and doesn't want to, is scared of change or doesn't think it's worth changing or whatever. Very mm. tongue in cheek as is normal Steve, but the music seems incredibly intense and fast for a tongue and tongue in mm. cheek song about like, I'd rather just stay like almost like, but it's, it has the same sort of message to me as never do anything. Like I'm still going to sit around and do F all with my life but that one is kind of lackadaisical and like whatever. And this feels really like intense and like done, 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 done. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like Aaron's yeah. having an epiphany right now.
1: No, I just what you were just saying there, J.D., just made me think so much of Dante. Or <laughs> like, he just has no ability to make change yep. in his life.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but you're absolutely right. When I heard that first verse, I also thought it was more of a relationship thing. I thought it was he was being tempted. Oh, yeah. Cheat, no, that right? makes like that yeah. already makes more sense. A better life yeah. if I go with you instead. But no, I'm not going to turn my life upside down. But then you realize, no, no he just can't commit to anything he can't commit to making a change right. or a choice so he's just gonna coast by on whatever happens let the universe but it, it's
3: like it's like Dante, but also with the stubbornness like,
1: <laughs> yeah you know, he's yeah like
4: like pointedly you know like uh, actively going yes. to not do anything. right right like, you know, <laughs> like decisions will be coming to uh, you that are very easy to make yet you're actively deciding to not make those decisions Like, yeah.
1: Well, that's, yeah. He says, like, if he was granted three wishes, (laughs) he'd
4: bury them. Like, he won't even make a (laughs) wish.
1: He doesn't want to change anything.
3: I was walking down the street with two friends of mine a long time ago, and, like, they got into an argument, and they had each bought each other ice cream. And so, like... A big, and so one of them said, "Well, you bought this ice cream for me, so no, I'm not going to eat it." And threw it on the ground. And the other one did the same thing, not because they were angry, but because the other person had bought them the ice. So they like, you, you, you know, sure those are those, yeah, no. those weren't those
4: like, weren't <laughs> That sounds like something no. I would twins would do. Spite
1: <laughs> eating my ice cream and taking yeah, my time I and really savored it. If that was me, but I mean, no, it,
4: it, they were like that's
3: amazing. You know, Twenty
1: two, and it was all spite. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's <laughs> yeah. that is beautiful
3: in its own way.
0: But in a, he has a good point to a certain point, though. Like it, with the wishes thing, for example, mm. like the, the it's the monkey's paw problem, like. I I could make these wishes, but it could ruin my life in the pro- process of That's making why these wishes.
1: You get a team of lawyers to write out your wishes and they're yeah. like 999 yeah. pages of stipulations <laughs> and provisos, you know, make it airtight.
5: Oh yeah. That reminds me, that reminds me from uh, watching Supernatural, like all the deals he made with the devil. Everything. I mean, he, the, the
0: point of like, Hey, I'm not <laughs> going sure. The, the idea of this affair is, is really tantal and, you know, it's really interesting and really, really tempting, but I'm not going to do that. Like to, to that extent, he makes a really good point of like, I'm not going to throw right. away what I have now for what might be. But he also brings it back later on to the fact that, yeah, but I could also, it could also ruin my life by not doing that with, I'm not going to have fame. I'm not right. going to get, I'm not taking chances with my life either.
1: To quote another Canadian rock band, Rush, if you choose not to decide, yeah. you still have made a choice.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, like, if you think about, uh, Steve has talked about how, like, seeing Brian Wilson Play mm. Brian Wilson. Mm. Uh, he was very much like didn't know if he wanted to stand up on his seat <laughs> and say I wrote this song or hide <laughs> under his seat. You know, <laughs> like it. So I I think he just has this attitude, you know, about everything, like. Uh,
1: he seems you know, like an overthinker.
3: Well, uh, I was gonna say the the
0: level of anxiety in this yeah. song. Yeah, and I, I, I think, think that goes back to what That's you were saying, JD. Yeah.
2: Well, there's a freneticism to it too. Yeah, it's kind of frenetic.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like the intensity of the song goes with that anxiety of that seems to be behind this person. It's not so much that he's like, "I'm not going to commit." It's like I am so incredibly scared of what could go wrong and what might happen badly that I can't. I don't. I don't dare to. That's a good point.
3: As somebody with anxiety, I can concur that this is the thought process.
4: Yeah no and that god that reminds me of oh shoot i don't think it was a L song but there was some song yeah. uh that like, i was listening to the fun. past few months that it was a song where i'm like this is no no thanks for the plug <laughs> no it was some it was some song where i was where i was like you know this is not a, a pleasant song to listen to mm-hmm. but it, it it's such a like Good example of what it feels like in your head with anxiety and depression, and so like in I, head, yeah, that's what He's it was. It was z- <laughs> Thank you so much. No, yeah, it was. But like, I, that's a good point that this does have that. I think freneticism is a great word for it, where it's just like you're welcome. Mm. It feels like your heart's beating really fast, and you're like you're so both decisions are in front of you, you don't know what to do. Whereas, like, I think I was reading the lyrics as more just like more like never do anything. Of just like eh, whatever, like. I'd rather not make the decisions as opposed to, I'm so petrified, I don't know how to make the, or I'm going to turn away from it all.
5: Well, it's that, like that that that, yeah, it's like that phrase, the devil, you know. Yes, you yes, know.
4: exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. like the
1: intersection of ADHD and anxiety.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I got a kiosk on that intersection. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: well, and I shopped there, deal <laughs> like, uh,
1: I sell yeah, I sell unfinished first. hobby yeah. projects. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that the one-line... This has got... This song is so packed with amazing one-liner lyrics. Mm. Yes. It's yes. just <laughs> packed with them. Absolutely. There's not a bad lyric oh, yeah. in here, I don't think. Like, I just...
3: Can anybody explain the... Andy Warhol's ghost. Yeah,
2: the 15 minutes of, of fame. 15, Andy yeah, Warhol everyone once said everybody will be famous for 15 minutes.
3: Okay, so it's just about Andy Warhol. It's not about sp- something specifically about Andy Warhol's ghost. Unless,
1: I mean, it's possible that we <laughs> okay. missed something.
3: Uh, no,
2: Steve,
1: I... please come on the show.
3: <laughs> okay, I think it's
2: just that he said everybody will be, be <laughs> famous yeah. for
5: 15 minutes. Sure,
1: sure. Yeah, I knew that part, but like. <laughs> I think it was more like tell Andy Warhol he's like oh what he's dead okay tell his ghost right. <laughs>
5: sure, yeah absolutely
3: right yeah no I get that now,
1: yeah that makes
0: sense. You were saying you a line though uh, I
2: was I was thinking oh gosh I just I like so many of them but I think the one I really like the most is uh, where is it. Um, oh it's this one sure um i made my mind up and i'll never be the kind of man who'd make a choice for if i hold yeah. my tongue i'll never, never lose, lose my voice, voice. It, yeah mm-hmm. i just i don't know why i if i hold my tongue i'll never lose my voice i love that but it's kind of like what and what and hamilton says to aaron burr oh, in hamilton sorry. if you stand for nothing burr what do you fall for <laughs> yeah. so
3: Tracy, what were you going to say though because i think it was exactly <laughs> what i was just going to say well, whenever he does it
0: live, he does it. Di- he yeah. does that line differently. Um, I was actually just gonna pull that up um, because it's always he always does it the same. Well, not exactly the same way. He does it slightly different, but he goes into this operatic.
3: Yeah, he voice. Sings it Very like yeah, which is like. I'm I pulling think so it So often they, like Steve, especially like you know, he writes these songs and they're very analytical or very like, you know, methodical and he thinks about them a lot. And then when they sing them, they just yeah. throw the meaning completely out the good window. Point. Sometimes, yeah. you know, it becomes so much of a, just mm-hmm. a performance opportunity. For and
2: them. his vocal, like his vocals on this song are so good too though.
3: Like uh, uh, When I Fall is such a sweet song. But when Ed sings it, he often says like, "I can't, bl- I can't look below me." He, he just say, "Blow me," you know, like it. <laughs> right. It, it's like, yeah, yeah. Why? Why are you, you know, like pooping on your? Of business, right? yeah. Like, yeah. Know, the best song. So this is that
0: tongue, change that he
5: does.
3: Yeah. So he and he, often, like he, uh, be, you know, with the band, he would often go, like further with it, like, you know, th- that is like, almost sounds like an in-store version of like what he, you know, his typical singing out was. <laughs> <That> was <insane.
5: laughs>
0: my my favorite line is, "If each attempted act of sabotage destroys all hope, I won't be needing the rope." And then he follows it up with, "I'm gagged and bound." So not only is he preventing himself from losing everything, but he's holding himself back from from succeeding
3: as well. He's tied himself up. It's I love and he won't be needing the rope, but he is also gagged (laughs) and bound. So like even in there, like it's the he can't make up his mind. Like I won't be needing the rope. Like you know, I'm gagged and bound, especially you know, assumedly with a rope. Like.
0: Right. I won't I won't need that rope that you're giving me the extra length on because I'm already I've already yeah. taken care of that. I've done this right. to myself. There you go. Um there's also a really cool rhyme scheme in this song. So the rhyme scheme within the verses is A A and then the next two rhymes are internal rhymes to the line, BB, Then same thing on the next line, C, C. And then he goes back to the uh, rhyme af- between two lines, D, D. And he does that with all the verses. It's really like a very complex rhyme scheme.
4: But it works. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It pushes the song along a lot faster. Mm-hmm.
4: It's one of those, it's it's weird because like every aspect that we've talked about of the song is just really unique in its own, like in its own kind of category. Like the key itself, the instrumentation of it, the way it's structured, the ly- uh, the lyrics are pretty, when I say, classic. I mean, just clever and a lot of one-liners and like good. And then the rhyme scheme, scheme of lyrics, it all comes together really, really well. Like, you don't, I, I don't listen to this and go, this doesn't really work. Like it's, it doesn't, it comes together in a really perfect puzzle. And like, is to me at least is very easily single material. And like we said earlier, should have had a video of some sort or something like it all just, it pulls together really powerfully. So it's just interesting that you can, it's, it speaks to their, you know, I, I we've talked about this a lot. At least Nick and I have. May he rest. Um, with a lot of their newer stuff, like as much as I love, especially the past two three albums, like their skills as musicians do not get to shine as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really get to hear this sort of stuff from Jim and his buddies of like how how uh, varied their skill set is and the instruments that they play. So when you get to, when you kind of lean back on that and listen to that here and stuff it's just really fun because you, you're you reminded of like, yeah, these guys have, like their shows are some of the most fun sh- concerts you'll ever go to and their albums are still a lot of fun, but they're also really, really skilled musicians. Mm. Like Kev is amazing at so many instruments. Jim is amazing at so many instruments. And it's fun to kind of hear that again. I think also uh, to that point almost,
3: now when I listen to their newer stuff, it sounds like so much of it is Ed just like rehashing like yeah. everything is great. <laughs> you know, like right. we're awesome. Yeah. We're, we're, life yeah. is it's good. You know, like whereas before you <laughs> had the the peanut butter to yeah, go with the jelly. Yeah. Nicely, like, put. You know, Nicely put. Nicely put though. I like yeah. that. And you know, you can only eat enjoy a jelly sandwich <laughs> for so long. Uh but like, and I've said that about you know uh the pairing of them for Steven's years. Steven's a little more salty, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have um, you been
2: listening to Snack and- Time again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I want some popcorn. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> mommy. <Umami>. I'm bland. <laughs> Sorry, please finish your thought, Noah.
3: <laughs> no, I I think that like it this is a good like you know uh I don't know that I had an end to my thought. Honestly, it was just like, uh, I agree with the, I agree. Um, uh, That back when this album was made, there was a lot more Mm -hmm. dichotomy between the, This
1: was Biennale at the height of their power.
3: Happy and all of the other emotions that it's like roger are,
1: waters you know. and david gilmore you know it's like Lennon and mccartney they had, they had the yin and the yang and they completed each other i think it was just uh yeah there was i have a radical theory i would like to propose do you all suppose that this is stephen page's salisbury hill and i'll i'll tell you why i'm thinking that because i know i you know, i'm getting better at this at placing the dates of the albums and stuff you know, finally uh tracy's still gonna always beat me at bnl trivia but if i'm not mistaken uh everything to everyone was 2003 and there was a weird period there of a few years where it was all like the christmas album and the hanukkah album and as you like it and it was obviously uh steven kind of saying like i want to go off and do different things and do my own thing so i'm wondering if this is his like You'll have to uh, Yoko me out, but shit or get off the pot. So um, (laughs) uh, as far as like being like, should I just go off and do my own thing and and be a solo act? I I wonder if he was kind of struggling with that question. And I wonder if this was maybe part of him trying to process that.
4: I I don't know if I have a perfect answer to that. I think I have a roundabout answer, which would be that I think there are songs on this album. I'm trying to be careful to make sure that they're, they're... some of them are ones that you that i don't want to say ones that you have not gotten to yet so you can or cannot guess that ring that are musically very similar to things he will have done as a solo artist later Mm. so i think he's he's exploring a lot of that territory that maybe he wanted to move into um i mean i think this is the last song alphabetically no it's not <laughs> yeah, never yeah. And that's no, and yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That so that's that's one that I'm thinking of. Uh, but I think like celebrity can be one too. Like I feel like songs like Celebrity, you know, you've got the tango we sort of feel here, and you've got Entourage <laughs> on page one. Uh, but I, I think the the big question would be like, how intentional was that? How how much was that a a like like you said a, a crapper get off the pot thing versus I kind of want to mm-hmm. try this, and the band being like like into it at that point, and then the next four or five years being like no we want to kind of keep going in this way but i definitely feel what right. you're saying well, about the they yeah
0: did. like the band definitely went more yes. in the pop direction steve definitely went more in this like i'm gonna experiment yes. with a whole well, bunch of stuff
2: vanity direction. project came out <laughs> in know five experiment so, so that, like, <laughs> like,
0: you know, i was not going there noah <laughs> That's, I'm going to experiment with a whole lot of stuff. No,
2: yeah. no, not do that. The Vanity Project, which I love, came out in 05. So you might be on to something, J.D., because that came out not too long after, after this album. But can we just...
0: Well, and I want to build on that, Heidi, because this is the first album where the band decided there will be no no working with other people outside of the band right. to write songs. Uh, the Page yeah. Duffy era. I don't, I don't know an if end. that was a agreed upon decision, um, because then two years later, Stephen did Vanity Project with with mm-hmm. Stephen Duffy. Um, so, again, I get the feeling that the band was trying to pull Stephen in and rein Stephen in in some
3: ways. For, like, a, uh, we don't want to share the rights
0: with other <laughs> I don't like people Kevin anymore. I think that they just saw that he was collaborating a lot with Stephen Duffy and they were like,
3: is yeah, but this been doing pulling that him since, out of like, the band? He had been doing that since,
4: 94, right. you know, yeah. so, like, that that's the you know, it, know. Th- this is obviously not the topic of this specific episode or <laughs> most of them but that I think that's what's what <laughs> a tangent Why don't do that like, <laughs> you know, here Jada are... don't do that I I saw, I, I saw, no I think it's one of, it's one of those weird things where like it, like any creative partnership whether it's a band or writers or directors like actors will we never know what it actually is like inside because like for all we know they could have they could have had no problem with Stephen Duffy. They could have just gone, Hey, you know what? Maybe let's just like keep it in house. Or it could have been like close to breaking point, like blow up about like, we got it. Like it's it, when we think, when I think of Ed and Steve, I think of them as like, just like peanut butter and jelly. They go so well together. They write so well together. They work so well together. And then something happens. Well, a, a lot of things happen and then they split up. But like, you, mm-hmm. in all actuality, there had been cracks since probably '94, like yeah. in some way, shape, or form. And then, like, you mm-hmm, see yeah. the Juno Awards reunion, and they're like, they're so good all up on stage together that, it, at least at that point in my life, I'm like, grown up to go, they're professionals. Like it's not that they d- don't like each other at this point necessarily, but they're adults. No. They know how to get up on stage, perform a great time together, and then part ways afterwards. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. like. I, I this is what I spend the most of my free time doing is speculating on things like this, and then it always ends up going like, but you don't know. So it's like, <laughs> it just ends in the same I spot. I
5: really don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs>
4: uh-huh.
0: And when it comes down to it, they're like they're like brothers, yeah. but. Brothers who spend a lot of time together, it they're on oh, yeah. each other's nerves. They're
3: more like the I, Gallagher.
2: That's what I was brothers. gonna say, <laughs> yep, oh, yeah. I was, like, <laughs> was like from from shameless? What?
3: Or possibly there might just be like the Gallagher brothers. <laughs> like Gallagher, Oh, Gallagher wow. wow. <laughs> that's a whole other Is ooh, it yeah, weird
4: that's that's to anybody
2: else though that this album is 20 years old?
4: I was on uh oh no song, like songmeetings.com or like looking at some of the comments and there's like comments 17 years ago and i was like holy moly that is i wild. i really
2: didn't think about that i don't think of that album as being that no, old no which means that somebody, i'm really old
3: and i still don't know who it was somebody in my life possibly more than one person after this album came out spent several months sending me anonymous postcards <laughs> <with King laughs> and <Diesel>. like, um, <laughs>
4: That's, I love it,
3: and I don't. I still don't know History. who it was. Nobody's ever you know, admitted to.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't even know where <laughs> to get them. Story.
3: They, it, they didn't. They just you know like found pictures of chimpanzees and <laughs> cut them out and they pasted a postcard. Oh wow. you know, That's dedication. I yep.
0: <laughs> well. I would like to get us to put some numbers down. So, I'm going to say how many negatives, as in like photographic <laughs> negatives? Like
2: night photograph negatives?
0: <laughs> well, sort of. I was thinking like that that negatives are but like upside one down. One <laughs> oh, okay. I, that's
2: good. That's good. <laughs> Wait. One is a flower. Mm.
0: Photo <laughs> two is a, drunk a drunk naked naked drunken naked girl. Drunken naked girl. Oh, they change it sometimes. They say That's a bare right. naked lady, a big naked boy yeah. and girl.
5: Can I propose that um, another?
0: Actually, no. Why don't we go with uh, what, who's the oh uh, what's his name? The bad, the big bad in, in Stranger Things. Oh gosh. Uh, B. Oh Vecna. Vecna. Oh Vecna. Vecna. Thank you. The eighties. How oh, many Vecnas, Vecnas do you get this song? Since it's upside down. Uh... <laughs> um I will have I'm gonna have Betsy go first mm. this week. How many Vecnas do you give this song, the Betsy? It,
5: um <laughs> what the duck is a Vecna? Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go with three point seven five. Ooh. Three point seven five? Why the hate?
0: out of 10 or out of 5? <laughs> <laughs> out of 5. Out of 5. 0 okay. to 5 is our ranking system. All right.
5: That's it. You really don't, <laughs> don't like this song that much. I like it. I just don't play it all the time. Uh.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh Heidi, how uh, about you? this
2: is a good one for me cuz I love the jam of it. Um and 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 Eh, 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 eh. I love the chunkiness. I love every line and it's it's right up there for me. It's a five for me. It's a five Vecnas. With an Eddie Munson thrown in for awesomeness.
0: (laughs) Well there you go, yeah. Eddie,
2: Eddie, Eddie.
0: All right, Aaron, how many how many Vecnas slash Eddies do you give this song?
1: This is a tough one. Um I'm very tempted to give it a five as well. It's Ooh. it's very very good. It is. It's stuck Why in my say head.
2: No, when it feels so good.
1: To <laughs> say yes. Well, there's one song. Oh, you know what it is. There's one song that's been hanging me up and probably stopping me from from giving more fives because I always think, well, was it better than that? A long time ago, now in a galaxy far away, I gave Colin Answer a four point five and. <gasps> I'm officially revising call and answer to a five because it's oh, awesome.
2: Thank God. And that, God.
1: that will allow me to also rate upside down five Vecna's out of five. Because I. All really...
2: righty, Aaron. Woo. High five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Music nerds unite. But,
2: wow. but <laughs> only
3: like only Jim's harmony part from call and answer. Right. Like. Yeah. The... That that rates like an eight
1: out of five. It's a great uh, song, and so is this.
0: So what did? Sorry, what did you give this one? I was right. I was fixing your other score. Of five
1: five. Giving it the the Eddie Munson special.
0: Ooh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Noah, how about you? Uh,
3: five, six, eight. Uh, like this is my favorite song from the album. Look at
2: us cleaning house.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, JD. What about I, I you? I love this
4: song. I I feel like I have to give it a little lower than a five because the past, I think the past two times I was on, I gave out fives and they were my first fives to um testing one two three and uh, things. So I I think I'm gonna give this one. I think I'll give it a a a four four point two five, and only because when I really think about it, I don't go back to it as much as I think I do. But I love this song. I can't I can't tell you a negative thing about it, but There are probably twenty songs I'd go back to before it, but uh, it's it's near flawless. So four four and a quarter.
0: Okay, all right. And sort of like you, JD, like I was tempted this week to give this a five, but then I'm like, I know a song that's coming up very in the very near future, um, that that definitely is a five. Um, and I just saw my my five vanish yeah. off the screen, um, and so I'm gonna have to give it a 4.84, Ooh. which is it, it's a step above what last week's song was, but it's it's right up there.
4: That's a yeah. It's it's oddly specific, but I appreciate that.
0: Well, I mean, when you hit two hundred and eighty-two songs, yeah, you got to you, you know, got to find some
4: fair. space in between yeah. the <laughs> decimal points. Yeah, I can't argue with that.
0: Um, some important things that did happen this week. Noah, do you want to tell us about the important things that happened this week? You were you were telling, and I deleted it out of last week's episode. <laughs> uh,
3: wait, did I know something important that happened this week? Um, yes. Yeah, like so.
0: On July 14th, 1991, Steven and Ed went to the Palladium in New York oh, City. Oh. And they met Sean Lennon.
3: Oh, yeah. And uh, they gave him a tape of Yoko Ono, of Be My Yoko Ono, and he gave it to his mom. And, and they invited <laughs> him to come to the show the next night. And that's he right. It. And she heard the song and when asked about it in an interview, somebody said, Have you heard the Bare Naked Ladies song Be Mayoko Ono? And she said, I have. And they said, Do you did you like it? And she said, Yeah, yeah. But they have some other songs and they're pretty good too. <laughs> and then she gave Bare Naked Ladies a bunch of home movie footage for that a cool. video of <laughs> Super Mayoko cool. Ono. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. And
0: one of the songs that she said that she really liked was if I had a million dollars,
3: was it? Yeah. Well, well, you know, Yoko Ono likes campfire songs, I guess,
1: <laughs> and or Dijon ketchups,
3: <laughs> and uh, yeah,
0: you never know what what Yoko Ono is going to like.
1: True. Maybe she
3: likes tastefully rounded necks. <laughs>
0: Well, that's it, guys. We are done with the Wow! Ears. Just, oh. just like that. I Whoa. can't even see them anymore. It's almost like they're oh, vanishing. Oh, I see what you did there.
4: Uh, and <laughs> a lot of have to happen. Because, yes, yeah.
3: that's next week's song. This yeah. uh, dog almost looks like a rabbit coming <laughs> out of my top <laughs> <Nice>.
2: hat. So cute, Fluffy!
0: I I want to hand it over for a moment and let JD do some plugs because. Uh.
4: I mean, you can hear JD on Bare Naked Liddy's are us. I've got a whole bag of them. (laughs) Oh, thank you. They've done such a. They've come such a long way nowadays. (laughs) They're really great. (sighs) JD's got a surge protector (laughs) in back of him. That's how many plugs he's got. No, I yeah, we did. We did an episode. Our ours is structured a little less um, uh, consistent than you guys right now. You heard Nick and I get in an argument about that on our most recent episode where. I've been waiting on a playlist from him for like three months now to finish off our most recent band. And then I said, should we just cut our losses? And he said, absolutely not. Cause we have one fan who specifically asked for a certain song. And I said, well then buddy, you got to get me a playlist. So there's technically an episode coming out for radical face before he finished that band up. Um, now, is that going to be a missing film or I don't or know chivalere? what you're saying. I mean, I have no clue. <laughs> he's I he's, oh. I think it's going <laughs> to, are those like B sides or do you, or EPs. those
0: are are two different albums that you guys haven't covered yet or at least they're they might be yeah like oh yeah he's gonna type
4: the, the soundtracks type stuff he said he's gonna like cover briefly and like discuss but i don't think we're gonna go track by track because it's more instrumental uh i think we're basically gonna do kind of like a b-side and then ep collector like unreleased track collection album or episode just because there's so many of those that it could be like 30 to 40 tracks or it could be like here's one or two episodes like that so um and radical face just has a smaller fan base that they're not as thorough as like a bnl fan base so so like to spend a lot of time on it wouldn't be as fruitful um so he's like he's like there are like 12 or 13 that we have to cover and then a few more that he wants to do because he loves them a lot so i wanted to hear from him i just i i'm we have ideas for where we want to go next and i'm really excited to go there but i also want to make sure that we like Give this the respect it deserves because it has been very. We've argued a lot more this time around than we ever had before, and that's been a blast. Um, but that, the only other plug is that I had my set my new single came out uh, a couple of weeks ago, a month month ago now, uh, called "Barry the Gold." Uh, from it's it's released under King Inc. is my 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 act, uh, but Barry the Gold's first single came out. Uh, the EP should be out. I think the first week of September. I think I just decided on the release date um, last week and um i really like this stuff a lot more than i thought i would so it's very fun um i I mean it's hard to say if it's bnl inspired but i mean at least it it, like i take a lot from them especially lyrically but i don't think musically you could you could hear it there but um but check it out bury the gold i'm very happy with it and it's it's fun so thank you tracy (laughs) i'm done talking now you're welcome
0: i love the yeah i I really
4: you know i think it's the same thing any many artists has with like music where it's like the first time it's like, Hey, I'm recording for the first time. And you're just kind of throwing all the thoughts out there. And now this time you're kind of like, Oh, Hey, let's actually put some like a little more structure and thought behind everything to make it a little more cohesive thematically. So, um, so I think that's why I'm a little bit more excited, but I, I still like, a, I still feel very proud of the first one, but this one, I'm just like itching to like get it all done and get it out there and stuff. So it's fun. No more self promo. Cool.
0: <laughs> and Noah, do you have any things that you would like to plug um
3: well uh they're mostly local, but I have some things yeah. on the internet uh if you uh want see uh my artwork uh you can uh it's on instagram uh at art by X or uh my puppets are on uh yeah
2: there you go uh oh that's the uh I love you, you can that, always see I...
0: noah's
3: artwork on our our <laughs> bnl page
0: i love seeing
2: from... your your daily drawings of like the bob's burger and like i huh. i'm that... such I, I love bob's burgers and i love what you're doing with the sesame street and bob's burgers characters and i just love your daily drawings so much
3: there's a uh because of that um, one of the uh, like a person from the Bob's Burgers fan community reached out to me uh, who goes by Linda Belcher who is my on uh, Instagram and and uh, asked me to co-host a, a month long uh, Bob's Burgers mashup uh, uh, Oh, I love challenge. that. will so that'll, that'll be in August. So in August I'll be doing like uh bob's burgers mashup uh oh, one every that's day so cool. and that's on, I love
2: bob's, that's I, on I instagram sing linda songs all the time <laughs> yes, the cranberry sauce we're having mashed potatoes Gee, the turkey looks great john
3: roberts makes most of those songs up in the in the booth <laughs> like when like they just put them in the booth I and let them go um and then my uh puppets are also on instagram uh, uh i think it's at X puppet co um so you can see that stuff there. Or just Google me and I'll pop up. Like I'm I have a very, you know, distinct spelling to my name. And so you'll find me everywhere on the internet.
0: G-I-N-E-X.
3: Correct. Yes.
0: In case people were wondering how to spell it.
3: Yes. It's like the uh, liquor and the letter of the alphabet. <laughs>
2: Are you and we still have to figure out a way to,
0: to add Betsy into the background
3: here? Sure, um, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. totally.
0: She she is a staple of the show. She was she's actually been on longer than Jeff at this point. Yeah.
4: So
3: Jeff. did you do Ballad of Gordon as a as a like when you were in the bees? Or oh yes, you, was, yeah okay good.
0: Oh yes, there there's there's no song that we haven't nope. covered yet. Oh good. <laughs>
2: Hey, hey,
3: but hey. now
0: we're vanishing. Sorry, so. man, um. Yes, <laughs> everyone's attention span is slowly vanishing at this point. So <laughs> I will say good night to everyone and thank goodnight, you guys for everybody. joining us for the wonderful conversation. Thanks. Bye. That was
1: fun. Don't forget, no regrets.
6: Except maybe.